Hey guys and gals, Matt here from the Absolute Geek Podcast. Are you looking for a way to support this show that won't put any stress on your wallet? Well, I've got an idea. Head on over to iTunes, search Absolute Geek Podcast, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Believe it or not, we do read your reviews and they go a long way as to making the show better. So again, that's iTunes, search up Absolute Geek Podcast, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you're locked into the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. And I'm Kyle. And it is just the two of us tonight because we literally had rip stinks open for one week, and we are already facing a pending lawsuit. So because of the lawsuit and the terms laid out by the lawyers, Jose is not here tonight because he is doing his new job of oiling down the male strippers. Oiling and massaging the male strippers. He is only allowed to oil and massage the male strippers from now on. (laughs) Hopefully this lawsuit blows over. Um, we can't go into detail what happened until our lawyers tell us it's okay. Until, yep. Until our lawyers say it's okay. We, uh, we can't really talk about it, but just know that it, it really had no, in no way of involved Jose doing anything wrong. He's just the one that is feeling the brunt of the force. <laughs> so we but, all, we all had reasons why we couldn't. And Jose jumped at the chance to, um, you know, oil down some sweaty men. He loves oil and rub men. So, uh, he, uh, he's not here tonight cause he's taking care of our legal obligations I so think, it's just me and kyle i think i saw him walking in with a wheelbarrow with with like a 30 gallon jug of uh of coconut that. oil yes <laughs> johnson and johnson baby oil <laughs> with a big squirter thing at the top so that it can uh, oh man <laughs> so it can really lube his hands up <laughs> hey man oh man that's a that's a dirty job someone has to do it though i guess yeah someone does have to do it kellen um kellen is is taking care of some other business Tonight at Rip Stanks, um, you know, with his... Uh, He's his, doing some bookkeeping. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. I was going to say something way worse, but we'll just go with bookkeeping. We'll just go with bookkeeping. Bookkeeping sounds good. All right, so it is uh, Tuesday night, and you know what we do. If this is your first time listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast, you're probably saying, what the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> well, this is our normal Thursday, uh, Wednesday show. I almost said Thursday. <laughs> This is our normal Wednesday show where we talk about anything and everything going on in the geek culture and pop culture and comics, movies, TV shows. Uh, Some people don't like it because they say that we're too modern and mainstream. Mainstream. And to that, I say, sorry, Charlie. That's what the name. That's the name of the game. Yeah. We talk about what we like and don't like. Sit down, Rob Liefeld. (laughs) (laughs) Just sit down. Sit down. Uh, all right, so tonight I'm going to kick off with an update from our previous episode here. Uh, I went on a little rant about DC Entertainment um, uh, rebooting. So it has not been confirmed if Rebirth is a hard New 52-style uh, continuity reboot. Um, there are rumors going around, though, that uh, every launch book will in the Rebirth uh, might receive a Rebirth issue in June ahead of a new number one issue. It is rumored that the bi-weekly Batman book possi- uh, will include uh, release... Their- oh, hold on. Let's start that over. <laughs> Every launch book in the Rebirth might receive a Rebirth issue June in June ahead of the f- number one issue. It's rumored that bi-weekly books, possibly including Batman, will actually release their new number ones in June following the Rebirth issue. While it hasn't been locked down, rumors suggest that Tom King, who's writing Grayson and Vision, mm-hmm. will take over writing duties for the bi-weekly Batman... 
It is rumored that current Batman writer Scott Snyder will take over Detective Comics, and that will remain monthly. What do you think of Tom King possibly taking over Batman? I'm excited. I like it. Well, I like Tom King. Because I know you're a reader of Grayson. Yeah, so I like his style of writing. It's funny. It's catchy. It, you don't it think it maybe it's get- too campy for Batman? He's not going to have that hard, dark edge that Scott Snyder has? I'm hoping he's just being campy because it's Grayson. I'm hoping he doesn't roll that over into Batman. Because yeah. Snyder did such a good job keeping it where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of nervous about him taking over the reins of Batman. I mean, I'm almost afraid that it's going to go more Batman Ninja Turtle style Batman than what we're used to. Like, I like that dark, ominous, kind of borderline sadistic tones that you mm-hmm. get from the current Batman run. And it's sad that that's going to go away. Yeah, but, but that maybe just returns back to, to Detective. Yeah, but still, like, that, you Batman's your number one book, man. Yeah, it is. And I, I don't know. I don't know enough about the writer Grayson. I mean, a lot of people seem to like that book. But I don't know enough about uh, Tom King to really say, oh, he's going to be a great, he's going to be a great writer. He's going to be a, a bad writer. It's just because right now it's like he's writing two very, very campy books in the vision and see, I haven't um, even read the Vision book. I, have I haven't no. either, but it looks like he's got a family now. Yeah, so it looks very, very campy and and jokey, like Hawkeye, like mm-hmm. Matt Fraction Hawkeye almost. And I don't see that working well for Batman. No, I don't see that working well either. I mean, DC must have faith in them him if they're going to hand over the reins to their number one selling book. To I him. mean, he must have the ability to be able to write darker because I don't. I'm not familiar with any of the other of his work other than Grayson. And you know, Grayson. <laughs> It has been kind of campy. It's gotten real campy the last couple issues. Is he still writing it currently? Yeah. Is he? I mean, after last week's comic book review and your review of Grayson. That was the campiest issue of Grayson yet was that one. So I'm hoping it comes back because, I mean, they're going to be ending it in a few months anyway. So, Well, I don't know if that shot that was posted in our chat the other day of Batman going, I don't know who that is, but I know that ass anywhere. If that's from his new run of Batman, I will not continue it on. I, yeah. I don't know. I hope so, too. I hope it stays dark. I hope it really doesn't uh, go over to the light, so to speak. <laughs> um, continuing on, according to the unnamed source, seven titles will be canceled after Rebirth. The rumors say that it will be Batman, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Grayson, Starfire, Black Canary, Midnighter, and Dr. Fate. Um, Most of those titles I'm not going to miss. <coughs> Except for Grayson. Except for Grayson. Uh, additionally, other sources have claimed that some of these solo heroes will be moving to uh, headline other books, like Starfire and Titans, Black Canary and Birds of Prey, and Grayson Return into Nightwing. Now, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Bringing them, I don't know how they're going to bring them back, though, after they... Well, I guess since they're rebooting it, I guess none of that I wonder matters if it, anymore. I, well... I wonder if it'll play more into the fact that he's part of the Court of Owls now. Hopefully they run with that. But if they're scratching everything to reboot everything yeah. back and start it over, I wonder if they're going to continue Well, just with because that. they reboot doesn't necessarily mean <clears throat> they're going to scratch current storylines because even with Batman, when they rebooted to the New 52, they kept a lot of continuity in Batman. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of times Batman ref- references to pre-New 52 uh, events. So... They could do that too, and just reboot it as it's not. It's not Grayson anymore. It's a Nightwing book, and it's new writers and stuff. That would, oh my god, that'd be so but, fantastic to be able to. Because I mean, it would be nice since I mean they outed them to to kind of 
get rid of that whole outing of him and, you know, for the whole world to see that he was Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson mm-hmm. was Nightwing, to bring that back around and kind of scratch that, I think that would be kind of cool. And I mean, because they would have to, <clears throat> they would have, they couldn't, even with him being in Court of Owls, they, the world still knows who he is. Right. You know, and what superhero he was, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how they're going to work around that that whole aspect of it. That's why I'm, that's why I'm assuming that they're going to, well, I mean, that's why they, they're going to reboot him starting over. You throw the court of owls mask on him and call him Nightwing, And nobody necessarily knows that it's Dick Grayson anymore. I mean, and they're trying to they're try to play it off. Like he's a different person. They could. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Uh, it's worked before. <laughs> um, with the end of Batman, Superman and Superman, Wonder Woman, it's rumored that the new series starring all three heroes titled Trinity will debut sometime after the initial rebirth. The bi-weekly Trinity will star Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That kind of goes along with line with the theory that they're rebooting everything to go with the movies. Mm-hmm. Since they've already confirmed that you're going to get Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in, in Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice. I, I'm not a big fan of them doing that. What? Keeping everything flowing like that. Well, I mean, that's kind of like what Marvel's doing right now. They kind of rebooted everything to go along with the movies. That's kind of why. I, I, I think that's why Marvel and DC are are having such a hard time writing books right now, because they're trying to stick to the movies, so they're not as as free. Yeah. To they, do they, to they're take getting cha- confined. Yeah, it seems to take like getting... chances. Um, but I don't think they should. I don't think they should follow the Marvel protocol, so to speak, right? I mean, I it, it's kind of cool in an aspect that Marvel does. Everything kind of has a continuity to it. Everything kind of flows with each other from from TV shows to movies to... But I don't think... I, I couldn't see DC doing that, though. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It would be too hard. I mean, like, how would you incorporate Arrow? How would you incorporate... Well, you would go those off the TV show. But you know what I'm saying? You're though? going like off the whole DC television and cinematic property. Because then they would be trying to... Because, I mean, if they're going to try to... <coughs> Con- make everything into continuity, then mm-hmm. they'd have to try to start intertwining things somewhat. Yeah. And I just don't see that. <laughs> I don't, cause I don't personally see, think that it's working for Marvel very well. No, I don't, I agree. I, it's turned their, it's, you know, it, like I, I was looking through my collection the other day and I went from a lot. I've always been more of a DC person, mm-hmm. but I used to have a lot of Marvel titles as well. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that my, you know, we've talked about this lots on the show, but I've noticed that my Marvel titles are going. I think Old Man Logan now is is my only Marvel title that I'm actually buying. Well, I can tell you right now, there's two things that I see wrong with Marvel, and their names are Spider Gwen <laughs> and Deadpool. Yeah, because now out of that has spawned uh, Gwenpool, mm-hmm. and they brought back Howard the Duck. So you have four campy ass characters. And now it seems like they've tried to turn the vision into that, that campy ass style. So Marvel is going to that more campy ass style, and it's it's turning off a lot of avid comic book fans like our like me and yourself included, like and Jose. And it just that's why when you get a book like Old Man Logan, um, it was a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. But half of me, I wonder if half of the praise we gave it is because of how raw and how. Um, Mature it is. I think so because it was it was compared to all of the Marvel books right now. It was a breath of fresh air. Right, correct, exactly. Because it just it didn't have that same crappy 
flow that Marvel seems to have right now. It mm-hmm. seems to have this, like I said, this campy, this very bland, very in the corner, very not out of the, just just nothing very intriguing or in, not enough to catch me, but Old Man yeah. Logan actually would just, it seemed like they let them step out of that box. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with Marvel right now, like they're so in concerned about their movie properties that they're hurting their own line. Like we're canceling the Fantastic Four. We're trying to do away with the word mutant and X-Men. Like they're trying to do all this stuff that's hurting their property because they're not seeing the dollar signs from the films. Yep. And part of me says, who cares? Like, why are you going to, why are you going to let your one, your one media in comics suffer because your media, you can't have these characters in the movie. You think that's more of a Disney influence? Um, I mean, it could be, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's, Disney's owned Marvel for, or Marvel's own or yeah Disney has owned Marvel for so long now that I honestly don't really remember a time before they did because now it seems like with the movies the way they are and they're made these these comic book movies are grossing so much money that I think that that's what's making them but then we've step seen in. I mean we've seen numbers that show that these movies don't necessarily drive comic sales these movies don't all they do is drive the price on books up. I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the one book, the one movie that proved that it didn't skyrocket a lot of books cuz not all the Guardians of the Galaxy books skyrocketed. Well, right. Only and the first appearances of Groot and Right. And Rocket now it's to Raccoon. the point where that that Guardians team you know from the movies isn't even the Guardians team that's in the current issues. No. Kitty Pride is Star-Lord right now. It's not Peter Quill, you know, it's and then you have Venom as part of them. And it, it's just such a messed up team that it's not, you know, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. it's. So I, I'm really hoping that DC doesn't try to, f- like, follow that that suit that they're going with. Because I didn't even understand the point. Because I remember, I remember DC wouldn't, how long ago did DC, we talked about this. They said they weren't rebooting anything. Uh, they're going to. Four or five months ago. Yeah. They, right after seeing August. They came out. We're not rebooting again, and here so we I mean, go. literally the next day they had to go. Okay, we're really actually going to reboot. Yeah, <laughs> um, a number of new books uh, that are rumored to rumored to launch for Rebirth include Superman, Man of Steel, hmm. New Green Lantern, and Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. A new Justice Society of America book is rumored to arrive as part of Rebirth, starring what uh, described as a team of young heroes, uh, bright, uh, brought forward in time where they will fight alongside the JLA. Um, in addition to a new Titan series, it's been rumored that there will also be a Teen Titan series, which will feature Damian Wayne in the lead as Robin. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Because <laughs> well, I mean, you saw that coming with Titans, Teen Titans versus Justice League. Yeah, like, you you saw that coming. There's another one movie. Now you're bringing that into the comics. You know. I mean, it, it's his turn anyway. They've they've everybody else has already almost Had their everybody in the, the Teen Titans. Yeah, so why not give it to? I think it'll be. I think it would be fun. It would be. I think it would be a darker Teen Titans. Yeah. You know, more. It, it won't be as like. It won't be like the cartoon that they have now. Right, Teen Titans Go. Yeah, and it's even, even Teen Titans. I mean, is one of my favorites, and and this last run, has I stopped buying it. Yeah. Like it just it just completely lost me. Like I just I kind of just gave up, and I was really excited for it because once, Lobel, uh fucked it up. Mm-hmm. I was I was happy that this run was here to uh I thought it was gonna kind of redeem, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It just 
it started out strong and it kind of just petered out. Like, I mean, I don't even do comic reviews on it. I mean, right. When was the last time I did a Teen Titans comic review? I don't, I don't think you have. I don't think I have either. <laughs> Another <laughs> rumor states that one of the uh, intrig- uh, integral ideas of Rebirth depends on something in upcoming Batman vs Superman film, but the plot point is still a secret to both the editors and creators working on the line. <laughs> Rebirth, so you can. I guess we'll wait and see. It's rumored to arrive in June, so, so. they're going to do like an issue zero to, to to kick it off. Yeah, it's like a reset issue for everything. Uh, convergence, what? Right, smell convergence again. <laughs> um, kind of sticking along the lines of DC here. Uh, DC Entertainment still has plans for live action Teen Titans, although TNT passed on the teen drama. Uh, Jeff John suggests that may, uh, that may be not the end of the project. So my question for you is, being a Teen Titans fan, um, what Titans, what what Titans cast would you like to see in this movie? Like, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Dick Grayson Robin, for sure. Well, I mean, like, do you want like the OG Titans cast where it's Dick, where it's Dick Grayson as Robin, Kid Flash, Aqualad, Wonder Girl, Speedy, Lilith, Hawk, Dove, uh, Aqua Girl, Joker's daughter, Bumblebee, like that that no, sort no, no. of cast. Or I think I'd like to have Marv Wolfman and George Perez's Teen, teen Titans team. <laughs> so you want like Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire, kind of like what everybody's kind of used to Cyborg. now, Cyborg, but more. Yes, that's exactly what I like to see. That's that's a good Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. That's a strong Teen Titans. That's now was that the run where Jason Todd was Robin or Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson was Marv Wolfman, Wolfman still. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I would like to see that. Cause yeah, cause wait, what was Mark? Mark Wolfman wasn't New Teen Titans, was it? Marv Wolfman was Tales of New Teen Titans because he's Marv Wolfman and George Perez are the ones that introduced Nightwing. Yeah, because New Turned Teen in- Titans Robin is Jason Todd. Well, they did two. They did two volumes there. Mm. Uh, Marv Wolfman did. Yeah, because I know the the Robin in that one is supposedly Jason Todd. It, and it's confusing. Like you really have to. Like your buddy asked on on Facebook, you really have to pay attention to which Robin is which in the Teen Titans you're watching. Yeah. Because if you watch the original Teen Titans cartoon, I believe it was, uh, I believe it's uh, Tim Drake is Robin. And then if you watch the Teen Titans Go, it's Dick Grayson. Yeah. So I like it as Dick Grayson there, but I mean I think that would be good for the live action show is to actually was actually to start him out as Robin mm-hmm. and actually kind of do something close to like the Judas contract mm-hmm. where they actually where he actually goes through that conflict of wanting to break away from Robin and becoming Nightwing. Yeah. As the as the leader of the Teen Titans. I think that would be I think that would be I think that would be a great first season of Mm-hmm. A live action Teen Titans. I, I mean, sadly, I think if we're gonna get a Teen Titans show, we're probably most likely gonna get like Teen Titans post graduation day. Titans where it's Robin, Wonder Girl, Superboy, Speedy, Aqua Girl, Offspring, Hawk Dove. Like you're gonna get that lineup. I think most likely. I hope not. I don't know. They might go mainstream and and stick with Cyborg and Beast Boy and Raven and Starfire. The one like the lineup everybody already knows. I mean, it would be. I think it would be smarter for them to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of everybody knows who they are, because I mean you could with that. I mean you got to think a lot of the audience 
will be closer to, I mean, it'll be younger and older people watching it. Yeah. But having that original, not the original lineup, but the, the lineup that everybody's used to, I think it would bring more ratings in, more yeah. viewers, more people into the, you know, because all the kids would be excited because they're already used to seeing them. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they bring it to CW and they go with the original Teen Titans or even like the post-graduation day Teen Titans, it, it works because they've already got Arsenal and Roy Harper. Mm-hmm. They've already, you know, they, they would have to introduce minimal characters. But I mean, a lot of these, they already got Hawkman, you know, they've got, well, Hawkman wasn't a Titan, but they got some of these characters already established that they could definitely use. Do you think it would be do good on the CW though? I do. Lineup? Yeah, because I think they're already what they, that same uh, article they were talking about actually putting it up on CBS. Really, having CBS pick it up and maybe going with before or after Supergirl. Nah, I don't see. I don't watch Supergirl. I don't. It, it doesn't. I think the whole allure of it being on CBS really puts me off. I mean, you know. I think that would be good because the crossovers would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, you could have the Flash crossover to Teen Titans, the Teen Titans crossover to Flash, mm-hmm. Arrow. I mean, I well, like you've already got you've already got Wally West established on Air on Flash. Yep. You already got Roy Harper, Arsenal established on Arrow. You know who knows what who they're gonna establish on um, Legends of Tomorrow. So you just need to bring in Robin. They've already made Batman reference after Batman reference. Yeah. I mean, I watched the new episode of Arrow last week, and they made a Batman reference. I couldn't watch it. Yeah, because Cox got rid of CW. <laughs> Felicity, Felicity's now paralyzed after the events yep. of the season finale. But they don't call her Oracle either. No, he he calls her Overwatch. Overwatch. And he says, "I was going to go with Oracle, but it's already taken." <laughs> so That's, he makes a Batman reference. I like that. I like that they said that. So, but <coughs> I would like to see. I I mean, the promise of. A live action to Teen Titans. I'm, I'm excited again because I mean, they knew months before we even they even told anybody that it got scrapped. Yeah, months and months and months. Yeah, that's why you didn't hear anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, just the the fact that it's gonna stick around, I think is. I mean, I think part of it is Jeff John's passion for Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. I think that is part of the reason why, since he's still the, I mean, he's the um, creative director of DC. Mm-hmm. So I think I think his passion for that is kind of what's keeping that that flame spark for it. Yeah, um, here's something you might need. Did, have you read uh, any of the Image comic book series uh, Descender? I I read the first. I think I got to like issue four. Do you still have them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Jeff Lemire uh, comic series Descender is on its way to the big screen with yep. screenwriter. Uh, they announced that after, I think, issue two. Jesse Wingtow. I just killed his name. But, yeah, so if you have any Descender books, hold on to those because those are probably going to jump in price. Have you actually read them? I have not read Descender. It, I don't know why I stopped reading it. I think I just have so many titles. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it started out really good. It's about a, um, this little kid is a robot. He's like part robot. And what he was is he was um, he was put in place so that on this outskirt planet, I think it's like a mining community. Mm-hmm. And it, what he was was he was a he was supposed to be like a a friend to the kid, this a, a child there, mm-hmm. and kind of like a, not a not a pet, Brutally but more like a the child. No, oh, but more like a brother. But what happens is it everybody dies, everybody, and he actually wakes up later. 
mm-hmm. and like reboots and stuff. And and what it is 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 a part of something that's inside of him is wanted in the universe. So people are like. Now that they found out that, that he is awake and he's actually still there, mm-hmm. this is where I left off. So I have no idea. I might actually pin because I still get it. It's still on my poll list. I still really? get it every month. You I just, just stopped reading it. I just stopped reading it because I figured eventually I'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that I don't like to stop once I've gotten so far into collecting. Like even Batman. Like if Batman starts to suck, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going because I Not want Not me because if it's just a whole new run, you can jump off right at issue three. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm going to finish out these issues regardless of what happens, but well, I'll finish off. Yeah, because we still haven't told well, rumored right now. Like you said, still till June on the Scott Snyder. But I keep, I keep, uh, I keep buying. Well, they're on my pull list, so I just buy them every month. But what it was is they were these bounty hunters. There's only okay. four more issues of Batman before Scott Snyder leaves, if it's if the rumors are true. Well, I mean, at least we all have a complete run, right? <laughs> But it was started out really, and that's what it was: is this this kid, and he had this, he's like this robot. But there's a piece in him that's wanted, mm-hmm. it's something that's inside of him that is worth a lot of money, and it's because of I don't think there's any more of that type of robot left, hmm. and that's what it was about. So if that's it's what it was starting about to so sound far. like fucking the plot to AI, <laughs> a little bit. If you've ever seen that movie. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. I don't, yeah, I just stopped. There's just too many titles. It's just one of those titles I couldn't, I couldn't get to. Mm-hmm. Well, like I got into the image game late. Like that book came out right when I started picking up image, other than The Walking Dead. <coughs> um, <clears throat> for all you Power Rangers fans out there, Elizabeth Banks joins the Power Rangers movie as Rita Repulsa, the main villain. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, she was. Um, Miri and Zach and Miri make porno. Ah. She was Bar- Betty Bryant, which is something I just learned. Betty she Bryant in the original three uh, Spider-Man movies, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Really? Yeah. She was <coughs> in Pitch Perfect? She was in Pitch Perfect. She was in The Hunger Games. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, I know she's a ton. Not. She was uh, Paul Rudd's girlfriend in Role Models, if you've ever seen that movie. Yep. She's been in a ton of, of movies. A ton of movies. Um, she was... Uh, she was... Yeah, well, you know who she is. She was also, um, I can't remember the name of the fucking movie now, but she played um, Gerard, no, was it Gerard Butler? Or either Gerard Butler or Russell Crowe's wife in a movie where she was framed for murder. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Man, a ton of stuff. You know who she is. My favorite movie with her is Zach and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> it's Miri. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, she's. I'm. I'm happy with that casting. I think she's gonna do a great job as a as an OG Power Rangers fan. I'm super psyched for that movie. Um, I'm super stoked about Kyle Higgins um, coming to Amazing. I am just to get that run signed. Did you actually read it? Yeah, zero. Is she zero? Yeah. Hell yeah, I did. I like hey, you reviewed it. Yeah, God damn it, I remember you reviewing it now. <laughs> <laughs> I have all five issues of that now. Is so do you? I'm just missing the green and white Ranger covers, which I'll probably never own. Too expensive. Um, I am getting the second. They they have the second <clears throat> print of issue zero, which is Rita holding the Green Ranger helmet, uh-huh. which I'll get. I'm gonna get that too, just to complete the collection. And then they just announced today a third print where it's it's Tommy standing there with the evil Green Ranger sword, and you see. Well, like I all can't the, believe it's already in a third print. I know you see all the <laughs> uh, the Power Ranger souls like in the gem of his his sword. So you I'll know, get that too. Second, third, fourth prints are starting to become the the ones to get now. Really? Because they're printing so many of 
the first print, mm-hmm. like a Batman fifth print, mm-hmm. is worth almost if almost as much as the first print. Like Batman number one. Yeah. Wow. Because it's it's Batman fifth print has such a low, low print, print run. run that it's there's less. Mm-hmm. So anytime there's less of something. So, like, it's really hard to find, like, the fourth and fifth prints of, like, Batman right now. Speaking of that, are you looking forward to the uh, new Miles Morales Spider-Man series that comes out tomorrow? Yes and no. I'm, I'm scared to actually buy it. Really? Because every time I've picked up Marvel, it just... Dude, it's it's the original run, the, the creator. It's Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli, I think her name is, or Pacelli. Uh-huh. I, I, you can't go wrong. They start. They're the ones that created Miles. They started Miles. I don't think you're gonna go wrong. He's gonna be at WonderCon. Yes, he is. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna try it. You getting any of the variants? <sighs> Probably. I'll at least pick up one. I mean, I want the Cho variant. It's a dope looking variant. It's a black and black and red one. See, I didn't even look at any of them because it was Marvel. I'm so scared to pick up a Marvel book. Well, the uh, the hip hop cover is uh, Nas's Illmatic. Oh, really? Yeah. I so might have to get, get that, that one, one. <laughs> too. But I guess we'll be reviewing it on the I Thursday. I on Thursday, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has begun pre, uh, pre-production, so that's super st- exciting. Um, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens officially announces uh, announced, and it's going to hit stores on June 28th. The game will have playable content that bridges the gaps between The Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Oh, that's cool. So it's going to fill in some of those... Those spots that you were kind of wondering about. Um, the guy I talked to, this is kind of funny, the guy, I, on my way to work, the, the closest thing to get food is a jack-in-a-box. Mm-hmm. So I always go through the jack-in-a-box. And somehow I got talking to the guy at the drive-thru. I don't remember what he's seen or what i seen, but he, we found out that he, he's a huge Star Wars fan. Really? And I was talking about going and seeing Star Wars. So now every time I go to the drive-thru, we talk about Star Wars. But he said he bought a book. He just waits for you every day. I don't know if he waits for you. It's, it's about that time that and he, and Star he, Wars guy should be coming. And now I found out he lives by me. Oh, shit. So I run into him at Walmart and shit all the time <laughs> now. I mean, he's a cool dude and shit. Yeah. But, but he found it. He got, I don't remember what it was called, but he got a Star Wars book that actually uh, explains everything. Hmm. It's actually one of the one of the Star Wars novels that... It actually helps fill in the gaps as well. So he's all excited to tell me about it. And I just wanted my fucking hash browns. And <laughs> Give shit. me my hash brown, kid. <laughs> Shut up. I don't even know how I got talking about it with him, but. Here's a, here is a topic that you will find funny in more ways than one. Because it, it ties in two of your favorite things. Deadpool and making fun of me about Tinder bots. <laughs> so Deadpool is now on Tinder. Oh, my God. There's no word from yet from 20th Century Fox if it's actually, like, a fan-made account or a actual, like, <laughs> production or actual, like, Fox-made account. Why don't I don't put it <clears throat> past Fox? Because the advertising that they've <gasps> done for Deadpool and, and the Oh, yeah, that Valentine's that, Day movie thing? And everywhere that they've inserted him, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't put it past... Anybody right now, I wouldn't even put it past Ryan Reynolds doing it as a joke now because he's yeah. gone so far with this Deadpool. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even put it past him. It's him doing it. It goes as far as to cre- uh, to um, having a link to the actual Deadpool movie page on there. And if you message him, he replies back, and in the message is a link to buy tickets for the movie. Uh, it's a ploy. It's, it's Fox. You think so? Why would a... F- 
Well, I mean, I, I, I guess I could see an overzealous fan, but why well, would you've you go seen, through? You've seen the extent that some of these Deadpool fans will go to. like. But I mean, going to the fact of winking over to buy tickets, that's... Yeah. That's a... Uh, I see it as like a, a stunt. Yeah, well, yeah. I see it as... <laughs> I mean, you, you watch the, the Red Band trailer and when... Um, what the hell is that? Uh... What the hell's her name? Supersonic teenager, whatever the fuck her uh, name is. Teenage Wasteland? Yeah. She, like, explodes and is like, oh, I'm pretty the guy who pressures her into prom night sex. Like, <laughs> it just seems like that's something they would do to... Have you seen the movie. billboard where it makes it look like a date movie? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they've, they've, they've hit every angle you can hit to go see this movie. Oh, yeah, this movie has been by far one of the best advertised movies in a long time. I mean... They definitely had a lot of money in the advertising yeah. for this movie. I mean, even my wife wants to go see it. Really? Yeah, she she wow. she wants to go see it. Uh, open. She wants to go see it on Valentine's Day. Really? Before we. So you're gonna still go see opening night and then go see it again? Yes. Or, oh. I'm gonna go with. I have Friday off, so we're all gonna go see it Thursday. Yeah. Thursday night. Probably after com. Well, maybe you should try and do com reviews early and. Well, I figured we just go see like the midnight showing. Oh, that's true because none of us have to work on Friday. Yeah, because we all took it off. So I, that's why, and I plan on go seeing it again on Sunday before on uh, Valentine's Day before we go out to dinner. Before the Return of the Walking Dead. I say, oh, I'm gonna have to miss Walking <laughs> Dead because I'm gonna be at uh, I'm eating fondue. Oh, you're going to see, um the the what the melting pot? Yeah, I got uh. I made my reservation like four days ago. Really? And I got I got one of the last two spots left. Wow. Eight forty five. Fucking Valentine's <laughs> Day is such a joke. It's uh in the melting pot. It's seventy bucks a person. Holy shit! Yeah. Good lord! I hope you fucking been saving your pennies. Yeah. Cause that's fucking expensive. It's, expensive. it's just a ploy. Like I don't understand why you need one spot. And then you got like sweetest day and shit. Like fuck. <laughs> But I mean, it's cool. Like we've done, a, we've done it a few Valentine's days in a row. Mm-hmm. They take a picture of you guys and they put it in like a frame. And well, they nice. do, they do a bunch of stuff. It's kind of cool. So it's worth it. Seventy bucks. So. Probably not. No. No. <laughs> it's a dollar store frame, little plastic frame. <laughs> it says it says Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> they rip, <laughs> they rip the photo of the family who they stole it from out and put. Oh your my god, in that reminds me of a fucking a funny ass story. I'll tell the story as we transition to something else. I've I've told ghost stories on this before. Mm-hmm. I know this has nothing to do with comics or something, but this is kind of no, this is this is a funny antidote just into the world of my mom. Oh god! Like the scab collector. The scab collector. She. The other day we were sitting. I was sitting at her house, and she came out, and she said she was freaking out, and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "What? What? What?" She's like, "Look at this. The pictures are upside. Some of the pictures are upside down in the photo album. It's like a. My mom is like a big." picture frame you know mm-hmm. it's all divided up so you have a bunch of pictures in there she's like i swear this 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 weird paranormal thing happened and then the lights flickered and when i turned the when the lights came back on the the photos were upside down mm-hmm. i was like all right i was like bring it over here let's let's there's got to be a, a real reason why these fucking photos are upside down first off it's like i asked the kids it's like which one of you guys are fucking around mm-hmm. none of the kids were fucking around so I was looking at the upside down pictures. He didn't sugarcoat it either. I'm sure you said which one of you kids is fucking around, huh? Yeah, that's what I said. And I was like, okay, what do all these upside down photos have in common? And I was looking at it, and I was like, who the fuck are these people? 
And I was like, who is that? Mm-hmm. My mom was like, that's your, that's your, that's your grandma. And I was like, that's not my fucking grandma. <laughs> She's like, yeah, when she was a kid, that's right. And I was like, okay. I was like, who, who's that? I was like, there was like five pictures out of like 18 that are upside down. So I was like, what do all these pictures have in common? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I said, well, let's just do this. Let's open the back. They're all dead. <laughs> right? I was like, let's open the back. They're let's all compost. Flick, let's, let's turn all the pictures up right and let's see if it happens again. She says, okay. So she takes it back off and then she, and then she just starts laughing. I was like, what the hell are you laughing at? What, what happened was, and it's, then she, what happened was, she, you know how the pictures come with fake, like a picture to, to show what it looks like inside yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Well, she never finished putting the family photos in the frame. Oh, so half of the family was made up people. Yeah, and it was <laughs> and it was upside down. <laughs> so the person she was saying was your grandmother. It was nobody. It was nobody. It was just the, it the, was the, just some stunt family. <laughs> yes. Oh man. But she swore that that it. But so it's it had to have been like that for like fifteen years. Yeah. And she just never noticed until the lights flickered and some weird thing that she thought was paranormal was. Mm-hmm. But that's just the psyche of my mom, though. That's just the way <laughs> she thinks. But yeah, it was just, it was. And then so she just, and then so she thought it was so funny. She put the paper back in upside down. Mm. Didn't fill it with pictures of people we know. Like she even went and asked <laughs> my dad, who are these people? My dad's naming off all these fucking people. <laughs> They're like, not like, those people at all. Like he knew who they were, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Was he just going along with it, or he actually thought that that's who they were? He thought that's that's who they were. Like I guess they've discussed it before, so they'd both come to this conclusion that these were these that's were family. What do you mean members. that's Uncle Tim, dude? That's a little dark to be Uncle Tim. <laughs> Last time I checked, Uncle Tim didn't have a five o'clock shadow and looked like he was Mexican. Man, but that's just, pretty funny. That's just a funny story. That's just my mom, though. No, that is that's it's pretty funny. <laughs> Hey guys and gals, it's Matt and Kyle here from the Absolute Geek Podcast. Now, if you love listening to this podcast and you would love to be able to contribute, you can. Just go on over to patreon.com slash absolute geek. Any contribution could really help us. It'll help us support doing live shows, better equipment, and possibly even another episode a week. That's patreon.com slash absolute geek. All right, moving on here. Uh, Marvel Comics announces one uh, woman of power variant crossovers uh, from a number of titles in the month of March. Uh, they announced three titles so far. Rogue will be featured on the cover of Uncanny Avengers 7. Kitty Pride will be featured on the cover of Guardians of the Galaxy 6. And, of course, um, Jane Foster as Thor will be on the cover of Mighty Thor number 5. I'm so disinterested in that. Why? I think it's a good, I mean, it's a good uh, display, and it shows that Marvel is finally getting behind the female hero a little bit and paying attention to the female-based characters a little more. I mean, in that aspect, I could say, but I'm just disinterested in it in the fact that I don't read any of those. Yeah. Well, that's those are the only three titles that are named so far. So coming across, I'm sure, like, all-new Wolverine will get one. I'm sure that, well, it'll, I'm sure it'll be X-23. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, some a lot of these other books will. A Gwenpool. A Gwenpool. Spider-Gwen. <laughs> Spider-Gwen. Fucking killing me. <laughs> but um, I get, I mean, it must be... It must be selling books. But, like, you know, what is that? Every week I go on and we talk about what books uh, that we're going to buy for this week to, you know, so we can mm-hmm. review it and everything. I can't remember what site I go on to, but in the comments below, after I look through, you, everybody says what they're going to buy. Right. And there's not a lot of Spider Gwen, Howard the Duck. 
there's not a lot of that in there. People's like talking about what the like their polls that they're gonna get. Just it's just because nobody wants you to know that they're buying those books. <laughs> Everyone's buying them secretly. Yep, secretly buying them. Like you. Mm-hmm. I admit it. I mean, I'll I'll admit that I bought uh, that Gwenpool one where she's lying on the in the raft. Mm-hmm. I had gotten that one, but I actually sold it. I never bought a Gwenpool variant, thank the Lord. But I bought that one a long time ago when it was starting to get real hot before it got yeah. expensive. And then remember, it got really expensive. And then I think it kind of went back down now. Mm. But Yeah. So uh, Riverdale, Archie, if you know Archie Comics. Oh, this coming to CW. Yeah, it was picked, the pilot was officially ordered by the CW. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Sticking along the CW lines, Kevin Smith will direct his Flash episode in March. That'll be cool. I can't wait to so, see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm super excited for that one. Hopefully him and Jason Mewes are in it. Ho- hopefully hopefully Blunt Man, Man and Chronic are in it. <laughs> hopefully he's wearing a Yoga Hosers uh, <laughs> yeah. jersey. Yep. <clears throat> um, Stephen and Mel to don the goatee in one arm to play the Dark Knight Returns version of the Green Arrow in Legends of Tomorrow. And they're also bringing uh, Connor Ho- uh, Connor Hawk mm-hmm. into the show as I thought they son. did it in the last episode. They even know? No. I thought they, they went into the future and got him. I thought that was No, it. not yet. No. Mm-mm. But see, I can't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> they'll they'll <laughs> figure it out. They always do. I know. I'll just have to go online and watch it. Um, Stretch Armstrong is coming to Netflix with a new animated series in 2017, if you remember Stretch Armstrong <laughs> from when you were a kid. One of the coolest toys ever. <laughs> Even though you stretched it too far and it broke and you yeah. had corn syrup everywhere. Uh, Jessica Jones writer Scott uh, Reynolds is writing Iron Fist, the script for Iron Fist show. Uh, Luke Cage is going to start in June. You're gonna, it's going to be on Netflix, supposedly rumored in June. So Really? That's quick. Yeah, real quick. I, I, I guess they're already done with it. Well, they must fill it the same. They must have yeah, been filming alongside yeah. of Jessica Jones. Um, That's cool. I mean, Marvel's fucking killing it. I mean... In the Netflix on on screen stuff, I mean, I'm first in line to see all that stuff. It's just their yeah. comics that really hit the fucking shitter. Well, I really like their their TV stuff too. Not, maybe not so much like Agents of Shield, but I really like yeah. Agent Carter, and I really like. Uh, well, that's the only other one they have right. See, now. I like the flip flop. I preferred uh, Agents of Shield over Agent really? Carter. I really like Agent Carter. But you know, I I gave it like I think I watched like the first twenty minutes and I fucking of bailed season on two it. or season one of Agent Carter. Season, season two one. or season one. Season one. Like I mean, I've I've pushed through Agents of Shield. Maybe I don't know. I actually I bailed on them like three episodes before they went on the winter break. Agents of Shield. I bailed on it. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I I bailed on that show after season one. It's just it almost didn't even get signed back to season two. I don't know how it kept going. Yeah, I guess Disney Marvel's got that influence. Hugh Jackman has received the f- script for the final Wolverine movie. Old Man Logan. I don't know. I'm I'm assuming, especially with the way Marvel brought Old Man Logan into the main back into the main Marvel universe. I mean, that's what comes to my mind. Yeah, that exactly. That is what I mean. That's what it was rumored to be at first, but that's what I'm I'm thinking too. I'm sticking along those lines. Because he's talked about it a couple times mm-hmm. online. I think him and uh, Ryan Reynolds were kind of poking fun back and forth about it mm-hmm. just here recently. Um, Nicktoons has uh, Nickelodeon announced that they are trying to do a Nicktoons movie that will feature the Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, Hey Arnold, and more. All in one? Yep, all in one. Like a like, like a Nicktoons movie? Like one big cartoon? Uh, I don't know if like it'll be like it'll be an actual like movie. Yeah, like big screen movie, but yeah, all in one. 
cartoon. They should might as well fucking throw Jimmy Neutron in there, too. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I was never a fan of Jimmy Neutron. It's not a doll. It's an action figure. <laughs> I like Jimmy Neutron. Really? Never a fan. I think that's because I just... That, that was when my kids were small. Yeah. So I think I had to watch it over and over and over again. Um, let's see what else. The Walking Dead returns next week. Woo! With an all new with all new episodes. Mr. Um, Megan. You can expect to see a zombified Deanna in the second half of season six. So it'll be the first zombie. Um, I think it's the first zombified char- main character since um Shane? Merle. Oh Merle, I forgot about Merle. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the who could forget Daryl Dixon's cry face, but <laughs> yeah. apparently I did. Merle drawn out <laughs> yeah. the, the slow music and all yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot about Merle. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that in season uh, two of Better Call Saul comes back next Monday the 15th. And they just put season one on Netflix. They did. I love that show. So now I get to go back and watch it all again. Because I don't think I watched them all. They did six episodes, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. I think so. that's AMC's, uh, MO. I believe so, yeah. Um, no, I think it was 10. Was it 10? I think it might have been 10. I don't remember. Or no, maybe it was 6. Maybe it was only 6 because I believe that the original season of Breaking Bad was only 6. And Walking Dead was 6. And Walking Dead was 6, And yeah. Fear of Walking Dead was 6. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been 6. I think that's what they do to, to, to get their feelers out there. Um, and then, uh, coming up this Sunday, we have the biggest game in sports, the Super Bowl. Yuck. Um, Super Bowl 50s TV ad spots will be dominated by movie trailers. Expect to see trailers for Deadpool, Independence Day Resurgence, Yuck. X-Men Apocalypse, nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, Fuck yeah. Born 5, Captain America Civil War, Hell yeah. Zootopia, Fuck yeah. <clears throat> The Jungle Book, Meh. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Oh, yeah. How was that for commentary? <laughs> <laughs> That is some good commentary, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, we are coming down to um, winding down to the end of our show. We just want to take a little bit of time to talk to you about next weekend is um, Amazing Arizona Comic Con. Oh, yes. We will be in attendance at Amazing Arizona Comic Con. I will um, be there Friday, Saturday, and half a Sunday till I go to And Sunday, Sunday, too. And Saturday, too. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there probably Friday and Saturday. I don't know. Got a hot date? No, it's just that this is literally a very, a very, very close carbon copy to last year. Yeah, and a lot of the guests that they invited, I don't. I already have stuff signed by them. Everything. Or I don't want anything signed. The only, the only person I'm really needing anything signed by is Higgins to get my Power Rangers stuff signed. And that's it. Kyle Higgins is cool. Um, you ever show? You ever show that awkward picture he took with me? No. I, I just got done because he had written. Uh, uh, Batman. He was doing Batman. Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Remember he did that run of Batman. Yep. Was it Batman Beyond? Yes, it yes. was. Yep. So 2.0 I, or whatever. So I had him uh, sign my Batman. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say, to Kyle, from your friend Kyle. <laughs> and he wouldn't do it. And he was just like, he just like was staring at me with his mouth open. Yeah. Huh? huh? He's like, so you want me to make the book to me from me? And I was like, no, I, that's my name, and that's your name, and that'd be mm-hmm. funny. And well, because you had the same problem with the as Azita at uh, Free Comic Book Day. Yes, you were like, you asked him to draw you Kyle from the Walking from uh, Outcast, and you asked him to Kyle. And he's like, so you want me to draw Kyle and put to Kyle? 
<laughs> like he had that he had that same like disconnect of understanding that your name was Kyle. So I so I said and I said, oh, Kelly, can I take a picture with you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, he's got like I'll have to find it. He's got this. Maybe I'll post it on the on the absolute page. It's uh he's sitting there. And he's kind of got his arms on the table. And he's like leaning in. He's kind of like like he's like he's still trying to. Uh, Run it through his head like his gears are mm-hmm. turning. Yeah, there's can see the hamster dying. <laughs> yeah, he's still trying to figure it out. He's like, oh. <laughs> I hope he was making that face too. <laughs> if only good people could see the face. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a he's cool. I don't know if you've gotten a lot of stuff signed by Kyle Higgins, but he'll nope, sign never. You bring a short box of shit, he'll fucking sign a short box. He's nice. a really cool guy. He's really. He's really cool to talk about. He's really like a fun person to talk with. He's mm-hmm. he's really nice and stuff. So he's cool. Don't miss your chance to get something signed by what, comic legend Rob Liefeld. Or if you really want to throw away forty dollars, other than just give it to me, you can go see Deadpool with him, and listen to a Q and A with him afterwards. Can you just sit down, Rob? Because yeah, he he had apparently had so much to do with this movie that he feels that he can hold a Q and A about it. I think it's sold out now. It'll probably be the same fucking Q and A he held at Amazing Arizona last year when they first announced the Deadpool movie. I'm probably, you know what? I'm Where he's like, I got, to- I got special insider information to show you. And it was the same fucking animated trailer that everybody else in the goddamn <laughs> world already saw. The ones that we saw in San Diego. Yeah, I. I think about it, I'd like for him to sign my Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Amazing that I, I the lines were just too long last I've, year. I've been k- kicking that idea around the last three years. or Because it, it's been three years since he came out of that. So the last three years. Because I've got it signed by Kirkman. I was like, all right. So I get him to sign it, and then I get Tony Moore to sign it, and then I'm done. Yeah. But I, I just don't I don't want to pay it. I don't want to do it. My big thing is I didn't care about paying it because I think if it's a non-Deadpool book, I think it's really cheap to have it signed. I think he was doing it for like five or ten bucks. Uh, last year a, it was twenty. If it's a non-Deadpool, because even yeah. at even at San Diego, if it was his a, prices have changed depending on what convention he goes to, though. Because at San Diego last year, if it was a non, you gotta have him. You gotta have him write uh, your friend Robbie <laughs> L again. See if he remembers you. I bet you he will. I'm bringing up if I stand in line. <laughs> but I don't know if it's worth twenty dollars for him to sign or even right. ten dollars to sign. You know. A book that you got for free? A book that I got for free. Right. That's just, what I'm saying. And in the line last year for Rob Liefeld, I think after... The dude draws a crowd. I'll, like, it, anywhere but San Diego, the dude draws a crowd. Yes. Because I stood in line last year. I was standing in line with Gabriel. I think I was like, after 30 minutes, I said, fuck this. Mm. It's not worth Rob Liefeld. And I left him my book. And it was my Walking Dead book, though. It was my X-Force 2. mm and uh, and then when it got up there, it was it was like fifteen or twenty dollars from the sign. I said, "Don't fucking waste your money." Yeah, but, but I'm not gonna stand in line for fucking two hours for Rob Liefeld. <laughs> like, I mean, in San Diego, I stood in line for like sixteen minutes, and that was yeah. like my well, absolute like, most. I was gonna give it. I was gonna get it a book signed. I was gonna get that book signed by him at San Diego, and I was like, eh, "Fucking that!" If I were, do, I really want a Rob Liefeld signature. But then again, he. As, as much as you want to make fun of the guy, he is a, a pivotal part of comic history. So, I mean, he posted, what, X-Force 1, X-Force 2? Yeah. I think they 6.5 million copies each were sold of those I mean, books. he gave us Cable, he gave us Domino, he gave us Deadpool. But, you know, he, he gave some major characters, so I can't hate on him. Yeah, you can. I can. Yeah. His, his art his art is terrible. It's better now. It is a lot better now. It's a lot better now. But then... Yeah. Like he just just that Captain America, 
Oh. The big chested Captain America. Yeah, that's horrible. I, I've never been. And I die every time I see the the re uh, the Photoshop pictures that someone did of Chris Evans, <laughs> where they make his chest huge and his head small. <laughs> like that kills me. But I mean, you, he's a nice. Rob Liefeld is honestly the nicest guy. He's a super nice guy. Unless you want him to sign your book. Yeah, your friend. Your friend. Yeah. <laughs> then he's kind of. A I mean, dick. he's a super nice guy, but actually, he's just, I kind of get mixed things. There's like a, a group of people that say he's such a nice guy, and then you've got this group of people that say the guy's a fucking dick. Well, yeah, I guess it just depends on where you catch. Like anytime I, I make fun of him because his art style, mm. and and because that Gene commercial where he came across as a fucking complete cock. Yeah. But I mean, he's actually like every time I've actually talked to him, he's a nice guy. Yeah. But I just don't want to stand in line and wait for him to sign something and pay him a shit ton of money. Nope. Like Chris Claremont, someone who's a credible writer, it's five bucks a book. That's doable. Yeah. That's fantastic. And Chris Claremont's created way more popular characters than <clears throat> than Rob Liefeld. Yeah, you created Cable. Yeah, you created Domino. Yeah, you created Deadpool. But Chris Claremont gave you Kitty Pride. He gave you Emma Frost. He gave you... He gave you Days of Future Past. Days of Future's Past. I think he I think he gave you Gambit. Yep. You know, he gave you some of these... I have, I have my essential. gambit signed by him. Do you? Him and Rubenstein, they're both going to be there. So the first if you, appearance? If you, yeah, 266. So if you have that book, if you're living here in the Phoenix area and you don't know for some reason that both these people, but Claremont and Rubenstein mm-hmm. was the writer and the inker to that book. So, I mean, you have the opportunity to get the writer and the inker to sign that book. I have one issue. I might get the other issue of Days of Future's Past on him, but I have the hardcover book that came out two years ago signed mm-hmm. by him. And I have the, uh, I can't remember which one, which one it is, 143 where Wolverine's getting blasted by the Sentinel. Uh-huh. I have that one signed by him too. I'm getting those signed. Um, I'm getting that. I'm actually getting that book signed by him there next week. CGC? No, it's not. It's not a, it's not a gradable copy. It's actually probably. It's a copy? It's, Actually, my uh, That's what yeah, one forty two is. It's not a, it's a reader copy. My one forty two, twenty bucks for yeah. it. I'm probably gonna have that issue say to Kyle. Yeah, I'm actually. That's what I'm actually gonna do with that issue because it's a, it's a reader copy. So I might as well put it up and frame it with my other signature ones. But yeah, I mean, if you want to meet Charlie Soul, Steve uh, McNiven again, again, we're um, gonna be at WonderCon too. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Eastman, the creator of Ninja Turtles. I'm having him sign my death in quotation marks of Donatello. The same one I've got? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to find something for him to sign. Because I, I... Dude, Kevin Eastman's such a pivotal part of my childhood, man. You can't... I have, like, five books signed by him. Yeah. I should find my... I wonder if I still have the DVD cover for my Ninja Turtles number one. Probably. I should get him to sign <laughs> it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got... Chris Claremont, George Perez, Scott Lobdell, Scott Lobdell. Um, so probably Norm Ratman's not there this year, right? Um, the uh, the ghost of Herb Trumpy will be there. <laughs> Herb, Herb Trumpy's ghost. No, I only say that because he was there last year. Um, Fuck. But yeah, I fucking I, I fucking bailed on his line too because he had a long line. Yeah, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting. I did too. And I and I now I, feel, now I don't feel bad, but I'm now I'm like You're almost like, damn it, kicking myself in the ass for not because I, I had my, my Hulk book. I don't even remember what Hulk book I had, but I waited and I waited and I waited. And I was like, fuck this shit over here. Well, it's funny because I think Len Wein was there last year too. Yeah, and Herb Trempy he was because wouldn't he, sign. I remember there was someone who wanted me to get his Old Man Logan run signed by him, and Herb Trumpy wouldn't sign it because he said I had nothing to do with Old Man Logan. 
where at uh, um, Kamikaze, I got my Death of Wolverine, the final issue where he actually dies, signed mm-hmm. by Len Wein, Charlie Soul, and Steve McNiven. So that's a cool book, too. I just can't understand. Well, not signing a book, you didn't yeah, do it. Right? <laughs> not signing that shit. I had nothing to do with it, kid. Get out of here. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's some Power Rangers there, too. Amazing Arizona is one of those conventions that's it's, it's a good convention for comic book fans because mm-hmm. they don't focus around like pop culture, special guests. But then it's also one of those conventions that's rough because if you're not there for a vendor for autographs, why are you there? Yeah. What I really like about it is what I've done in past years. I mean, this is what the fifth year. Yeah, I think so. Um, what I've done every year that they've offered it is uh, I've bought the VIP passes. Mm-hmm. And this is perfect because you go in a half hour early, I would get everything I needed signed in that half hour before everybody else was let in. And then I would just wander around for the rest of the day. Yeah. Because I, like, except for last year, because remember we, we, uh, had that fucking debacle McFarland. with McFarland, yeah. So that's the only thing I stood in line for, except for George Perez, which he gives you that ticket. Yeah. Which I only have one, I have one book for George Perez to sign this year. I've got nothing. I'm having him sign my uh, Army of Darkness versus Darkman because mm. he did the cover to it, I got to the variant. For it. And that's it. But I mean, I had him sign. F- I had I had him sign a stack of books last year. Like the only thing I was thinking about doing is buying a real nice copy of Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and having him sign number one. You gonna get a sketch by him? Gonna get a, another fucking <laughs> Nightwing. No, I'm not another Nightwing. I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna have him do Joker. Really? Joker or uh, you should get him doing Joker beating down Tim Drake. <laughs> or not Tim Drake, but um, Nightwing. No, beating down uh, Jason Todd. Oh right. Well, he won't do two characters. I already tried. He no. won't do two characters in one sketch. I'm not doing two at once. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. There's a line. He's. I mean, he's cool about it, but. I, there's a line. We'll, we'll see what he's charging. Hopefully he's only charging 20 bucks. The, the, the trick to George Perez is get him, be the first person to ask for whatever character that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Nightwing, you could tell that fucking dude is tired of drawing Nightwing. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things he gets excited about. When he gets excited about drawing something, yeah. ooh, yeah, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and the, the drawings come out nicer. Like when I asked him to do Deathstroke holding the Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. He got excited. Well, he was like semi excited because I was like second or third person that day to ask him. The guy before me asked for Darth Vader holding the Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> and he thought that was funny as shit. And, he d- and he'll the cool thing about George is he'll do it on uh, anything. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm thinking about bringing my Batman Robin Eternal blank cover, yeah, and having him draw not Nightwing on it. <laughs> Batman with the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. That'd be pretty dope. So, but yeah, so definitely check out Amazing Arizona if you're in town and you're looking for something fun to do uh, Valentine's Day weekend. You can get drunk with us at the uh, Tilted Kilt beforehand. Yeah, if you're like me who, uh, you know, you celebrate Valentine's Day as uh, Single Awareness Day, go to Amazing Arizona, hang single out with some people. Single Awareness Day? Yeah, go to Amazing Arizona, hang out with some people, and who knows, you might find the love of your life there. <laughs> If you're a nerd, what better way to where what better place to find a girl that's into the same shit you are than a comic convention? That's all I'm gonna say. Cause you can be like Jose and do speed dating 
and, and stuff. But and then you end up uh, having to oil up all the yeah, guys oil at up all the dudes at Ripstanks. That's 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 what happens. Again, I want to reiterate, he was in no way involved <laughs> with the allegations that happened at Ripstanks. It's just that we we he just have he just to, cleaning the mess up. Yep, we we made an oversight, and now it's that we have to. <laughs> Make sure a female is oiling down the females and a male is oiling down the males. And let's face it, Jose drew the short straw. He did. He just drew the short straw. And, you know, Godspeed, and and he's such a good sport. I don't know what we would do without Jose. He drew the bald straw. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. He he drew the the short straw, so he is um, going to be oiling up some dudes. Hopefully we don't get there and his shirt's off and he's oh, like God. he's like rubbing with his stomach or something <laughs> on the back. Oh, God. I can only imagine. What smells like coconut oil? <laughs> oh, it's me. They're like slipping and sliding on it. Now we're going to get there and he's fucking, he's frying fish in the oil. <laughs> oh. Jose, that's not the kind of oil you're supposed to use for that. He's olive oil for that. Oh, whoops. He's, flipping, flipping, a, he's flipping a cod. Can't, can't let it go to waste. Oh. But all right, I guess that'll do it for this episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. Um, I want to thank you for listening. And as always, remember to like and subscribe to us on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast. TuneIn Radio. TuneIn Radio. I recently figured out we're on TuneIn Radio. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review. We appreciate all your reviews. I appreciate everyone who has left us a review so far. We've had some good ones. We've I appreciate all the ones I'm included in. <laughs> We've had some good reviews. We've had some very um, enlightening reviews and good criticism that we appreciate. Keep them coming, guys. Uh, We want to definitely make sure we move up those iTunes charts. Um, We do sell T-shirts. We have a... uh, uh, Not Patreon. We do have a Patreon. (laughs) But we have a uh, a PayPal set up for the Absolute Geek Podcast now. So if you want to buy a shirt, you can reach out to one of us on Twitter or Facebook, our Facebook and we can send group. you an invoice. And we can send you an invoice. I did post the pictures of the shirts we have up on our Facebook group. If you want to buy a shirt, let me know which one. And um, PayPal us. They are $20 plus shipping. Uh, we will send you an invoice for it. Um, and you can get a shirt. Um, but, yeah, hopefully we will have some extra shirts to sell at conventions. We will have a panel at PCC. That's been confirmed. Really? Yep. When did that get confirmed? Uh, the other day. So we're gonna have a panel at PCC. What they say? They said you. We would love to have your funny panel. Uh, they just, they just said you. You know, we'll, we'll give you a panel. They asked how many people we have if we need equipment and things like three that. Three and a half. Yep, three and a half. <laughs> Quitter Kyle over here. Um, Kyle will. I guess an announcement. Kyle is going to be not leaving the show, but cutting back his in himself on the show. So he's got other ventures he wants to take part in. So he will be here on the. Uh, normal podcast and comic book reviews. He will no longer. I guess he'll rotate every now and then on, on mm-hmm. uh, what the fuck Friday, whenever he has time. Which is that's cool. We're sorry to lose him on that, but you know what are you gonna do? People got other things to do. I gotta sling some comic books. Sling some comics. Um. So yeah, but I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. So as always, for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt and I'm Kyle, and we will see you on Friday with another episode of Comic Book Reviews. Have a great. Bye.